It's time for exciting Blue Jays boys basketball action on WJMT. Our game is brought to you by Dave's County Market, Culver's of Merrill, The Pizza Shop, Park City Credit Union, West Side Market, One Way Collision Center, Subway of Merrill, Lincoln Windows, Church Mutual Insurance, Napa of Merrill, Chips Hamburgers, Ron Piffle Optometrist, Heinrich Convenience Store and Arby's of Merrill, Merrill House of Music and Home Entertainment, Bergner Contract Carriers, Nicolay Bank, the Merrill Ice Draggers, Wendorf Bus Service, and the Merrill Boys Basketball Booster Club. Now let's send it to Ollie Burroughs for all the action on WJMT. And this is downtown Ollie Burroughs from the Merrill Field House as Coach Troy Peeper is joining us for our pregame show. Boys basketball on the docket tonight. And if we get all the equipment working, Coach D will be joining us after the Robin Report. But right now it is Troy Peeper. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Talk a little bit about tonight and a little bit about the D.C. Everest game, if you will. Um, tonight, you know, tough opponent. We were shorthanded last time we played them. Uh, they beat us well. Uh, handily, it missed by boat. I don't know a lot, and uh, you know we can bounce back tonight and, and see what we can do. Mix some things up defensively. Try to try to slow the pace of the game down. It's a little bit like the East game where they want to get out and run, probably even more so than East, and um, they can shoot it. Multiple guys over 40% from three-point line, so we got to protect the three-point line and, and make sure we rebound tonight. How we do it health-wise, uh, especially Carson had uh, that uh, groin stretch last week. How's he this week? He's good. We're good. Everyone's healthy. Um, we should. We're, we're fine on that front. No sicknesses. No nothing like that. Um, we'll be good to go. Um, it's just yeah. It's just a matter of playing with that energy. I think. I think Tuesday night. Um, it was our fifth game in seven days. I think the. I think the gas tank just just ran out um i think the east game the east game took a lot out of us energy wise and i was hoping maybe the adrenaline from the east game of how well we competed and how well we battled would um fill the tank up a little bit to get through the everest game but i, I think the body wasn't just reacting the effort was there but but we just weren't the, the spirit the working. spirits were more than willing but the bodies were going yeah. uh-uh yeah i think it was it was kind of one of those things but um We'll bounce back. We, we know how good we can be. Um, I don't know if, I mean, Everest played well. They had a kid that shot lights out. Um, we rebound tonight and play one of the top five teams in the state in D1 and, and see where we go from there. As you take a look, uh, it's a week from Sunday that the uh, playoff seedings come out. Uh, any inkling of where the Blue Jays might be at this juncture? I've I've taken a look at a few things. I've... I've looked at where other teams sit, and I've seen some projected brackets right now. Uh, right now, I think we'll be in that 8-9 slot more than likely. Uh, preferably 8. <laughs> preferably 8, but uh, you don't know. I mean, a lot can change from now until next Sunday. So we got three games left to build our resume as much as we can and, and, and hope it helps enough to get a home game. Obviously, because they can run and because they can shoot lights out, you've got to be careful not to get caught in those transition situations like you talked about with that 25-0 the other game. How do you plan to do that tonight? Just sprint back. we got to sprint back. We can't worry about offensive rebounds. we got to just get back on defense and settle in and make them work in the half court and uh, make sure we're taking great shots on the other end and 
And uh, passing up good ones for great ones, taking care of the ball. A lot of the things we did against East, we got to repeat tonight. Uh, do you think they will try to uh, cover both Carter and EJ Wikes, especially after EJ's 35 point performance the other night? Um, they got a couple good defenders. They, they usually just play man, so we'll see. We'll see how we do. Well, Coach, we appreciate you making the time to join us, and we'll look forward to talking to you after the game. Sounds good. Go, Jace. And we're going to take a break right now because coming up after this, it's the Robin Report. EJ Wikes might be a topic, but Ethan Robin always is. You're listening to Blue Jay Boys Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Merrill High School. I am downtown out of Burroughs. We are, uh, there's no other way to describe it, the man. He has become a legend in his own time. And I mean it sincerely, Ethan Robin. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yes, sir. What's the latest on your on court getting ready to come back? For me personally? Yep. Uh, so I just had my last physical therapy appointment today. And that went really well. Uh, I passed all my tests to be back. So then I have a follow-up appointment next week with my surgeon. And plan is to be back and playing next week against Everest at their house. Oh, at our house. At their house. Oh, at in their Everest. house. Oh, so okay. I got tonight and then uh, okay. Tuesday where I won't be able to play yet. But then I'll be back. Hopefully. Uh, if everything right. goes That's, If well, everything goes right. How I'm You heard it. it here. It won't be in our house. It'll be on the road. But Ethan Robin is coming back. Ladies and gentlemen, you do not know how much this man has gone through. Speaking of going through, how many games and how many nights for you guys this week? Has it been like yeah. three games and five nights Yeah, or three something? games this week. with the uh, And then when we played Everest the other night, it was our like fifth game in seven days. Something That's like, it, 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 five it and seven. Um, it's hard to play like that, you know, but all these snow makeups, we have to. We don't really have another option, so we got to keep going, keep pushing. And everybody's pretty healthy. Uh, has Carson cooled down? <laughs> yeah, he always brings energy, but, yeah, he's uh, cooled I, down. I, I was waiting to see him hanging from the rafters tonight. All right, we got smashed at one of the top five. Uh, this is David versus Goliath with two caveats. Slingshots have been outlawed, and there's a stone shortage. What are we going to do? To put, to uh, put you know, we, we got to pick up some wins here to secure a home playoff win or a home playoff game. So we got that in the back of our minds. And we really, other than that, we don't have a whole lot to lose. They have everything to lose, you know. So we're going to come out with that mindset tonight. And why not us? Any chance of uh, zone or is it going to be man-to-man from what you know? We're going to have to mix it up. We ran the zone against Everest and it didn't go very well. But um, we ran zone against East and it played really well to our advantage. So we'll see. But at the end of the day, you got to lace them up and just play ball. All right. Obviously, they have some taller guys. How do we counter that other than uh, putting uh, two guys on each other's shoulders? They're, you have to expect that they're, they're going to get rebounds. You know, that, that was our mindset going into East, and we, we played well through that. Um, they're, they're bigger than us, but we got to find a body every time a shot goes up and get back on defense. They're fast. They're going to try to run with it, but we got to get back and box out. Well, one last question. E.J. Wikes, last game we broadcast, 35 points. Do both Carter and E.J. have to get in the scoring to make this competitive? Absolutely. If we want to beat a team like Smash, we need you know both Carter and E.J. to be, have a great game. Um, Carter struggled against East, 
and he's, you know, arguably our best player. And if he has a bad game and we're still able to compete with one of the top teams in the conference, I think that's a good sign. But uh, if they're both on it, there's no reason we, we can't win. Well, we appreciate the Robin Report, Ethan, and we'll look forward to talking to you maybe before your first game. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, guys. And we're going to take another break for station identification. Then we'll be back with more, and Coach D is in the house after this. Blue Jay 96.3 is W242CZ Merrill and WJMT Merrill. And welcome back to Merrill Fieldhouse. I am downtown Ollie Burroughs, and I'm joined now by Coach D. We're testing the equipment out. We're on our backup equipment. Speaking of backups, tomorrow night, we're together on the road. Hey. Pre-game and then after the after the game as well. Yeah. But uh, you had a chance to recover from uh, point. Yeah, back we to recovered. Back back-to-back -back road games tell me tell me about how the girls are today having had that tough tough night Wes yesterday practice was was uh, uh, was a struggle a bit to get them motivated to get them to go up and down today it was much better I think uh, we have a good idea of how we want to approach that game and approach them given you know like Grace Ryman's not playing tomorrow and we had her, you know, nine days ago when we beat them. So we got to adjust something. Uh, but I think we've, we've made those adjustments. We got a plan in place. And uh, I think we'll be ready to go tomorrow when 7.15 hits. And uh, any update on uh, Clairvaux? We find out tomorrow if she gets cleared. I doubt that she'll be able to play tomorrow. But Monday, we think her and Grace Ryman will be back on Monday for sure. Oh, so stretch we, time. Yeah, we could be turning a corner come next week, getting ready for playoffs. Well, we look to see if there are any G League call-ups for you. Uh -huh. Nothing at the trade deadline. No. So you're going to go with them that brung you. Hey, yes. that's what Coach Peeper is doing tonight. He said they're healthy. Carson Welder, I gave him the thumbs up because the last time he was on this court, We'll simply say that his enthusiasm was misinterpreted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the film showed that as well. That was a very bad technical call. And so I bring that up because up against Smash, one of the top teams in the state, not going to be the easiest time of the year. What do you think makes this one competitive, Coach D? Well, I think um, they obviously have to control the pace of the game. The score cannot be in the 70s. And East beat this team, right? Well, so East beat them. Marshfield beat them 51-47, right? That's the number it needs to be around for Merrill to have a chance. Well, how do you go about doing that? Take your time offensively. Maybe it's a minute before you take a shot. That's okay sometimes. Work to get good shots. They have to take very good shots every time and then make their opportunities around the rim. Um, a lot of times this year, the Blue Jays, and you've had it too with your girls, have been perimeter games. Yes. Because yes. you don't have the height to match them and go into the paint. 
are the only time that you will see the Blue Jays on offense going into the paint is on a fast break. Yeah, a fast break, maybe a dribble penetration if they get a bad rotation or they get someone off their spot where they can attack them. But yeah, uh, you're probably right there. Are they going to uh, pass it down there a lot? Or are they going to look to post up this team? Uh, probably not. Uh, sometimes we've seen opponents come high with their posts at the foul line or the foul line extended against the Blue Jays. Does that make it pretty hard to use his own defense when they come high like that? Yeah, I mean, I think the elbow area is some of the hardest points on a basketball court to score because you can go either way from the elbow, from the right block. You're kind of limited because of the baseline, right? But at the elbow, you can go either way, and you can see the whole floor from there uh, to play inside-outside. So the high post is hard to guard, um, and that's why in a zone you look to go there because there's so many options out of there. Now when we take a look at that 8-9 seed for the boys, Coach Peepers, he's been taking a look. I had no idea that they had mock seedings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of time and money. Is, it, is this what we that. call the... Uh, the low light web. We won't call it the dark web. We'll call it the low light no, web. I think uh, the guy that does it, Zaleski Sports, is very well known. He's created a brand for himself. And coaches like myself, like I, I'm aware of where he thinks we're seated. And uh, I think that he's so accurate and so good at his job that he knows the numbers that I think we can be pretty confident where they have us right now. Okay. Well, he's hoping 8-9. Eight, you're home. Nine, you're on the road, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. All right. Now we take a look. The health is back for the boys. You're saying I should be so blessed. <laughs> but they're healthy. They've had had five games in seven days. At a certain point in time, you do you just have to throttle it back? I mean, for you, you've had to because you haven't had that opportunity for the good practices with the injuries. But do you have to, as a coach, know, like uh, Kenny Rogers, know when to hold them and know when to slow them? Yeah, a little bit. But the boys have so many guys in their program that, that they can keep it going. Uh, I'm sure yesterday was more of a shooting day and just talk about their game plan with points and not a lot of up and down. Uh, it's super cool to see Sam Ryman back on the floor for them. Uh, I think he'll help them and give them another senior leader. Uh, but like again they are who they are how they work together how they communicate how they rebound like how they take care of the ball those are all big stats when you're undersized and undermanned sam earlier in the year really uh really pressed hard and he's quite an intensive competitor yeah i mean he doesn't back off for nobody know how no with all apologies to the english department <laughs> His coming back, that, that's something that uh, I'm sure Point is not prepared for. Yeah, probably not prepared for because uh, he's just, like today's the first day he's going to play. But, uh, like, sometimes as a senior, like, when the, the times get dark, like, it's almost over for them, right? And when things aren't going their way, like, you have one or two things to do. And sometimes you don't figure that out right away. And sometimes maybe you don't make the right choice or have the right person uh in your ear or whatever the decision was there. Um, it's cool that he made the decision to come back and that he's back on the roster. And I think it will make a difference, if not tonight, 
before this season's over, he's going to have an impact on the outcome of a game. Well, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we've had Keeper, we've had Robin, we've had D. I guess I might have something to say when we come back. <laughs> You're listening to Blue Jay Boys Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Merrill Fieldhouse. I am downtown Olive Barrows, joined by the one and only Coach D. And we're getting ready for the introduction of the starters coming out for the Panthers. Kanapaki will be starting in the backcourt along with Carter Combs and Marsh Marshke. He'll be on the forecourt in the front as well as Chardonnay. And I, let's see, who is the last one out there? I uh, Number 11. Yep. Uh, number 10, number 11 are their two leading scorers. Like, they don't start a guy 6'4 and smaller. They don't look huge out there. Carter Combs is another, is a senior. Uh, really good player. Distributes for them, leads them. Uh, 8.7, 7, 7 assists a game. And starting for the Blue Jays, Carter Body in the backcourt. Jacob Schmelzer in the backcourt. And coming in next, EJ White's last time on this floor, 35 points during our broadcast. And let's see who's gonna be up in the forecourt along with White's. It's gonna be Tyson Ott, the freshman. Three guards, and let's see who's coming in. It's not gonna be the professor of the paint. And coming in, that's Andre Houghton. So we're getting ready for the tip-off. We definitely have Wikes as our tallest player out there. We'll see when Wellner and the professor of the paint come off because I know they're going to have to do some banging on the boards, Coach. Yeah, for sure they're going to. I mean, points not oversizing them right now. There's not a 6-6-6-7 Kevin kid out there right now. Uh, so we'll see if they can battle on the board. And the Blue Jays control the tap. Nice job by E.J. Wikes jumping. Body moves into the forecourt. Blue Jays going left to right if you're watching on your radio. Blue Jays starting five out motion offense. Schmelzer are on the right wing to Ott. Ott's being covered tightly Steven by McAllen. Playing man to man. Body gets it out. 28 White starts to cut left. Tries to get it to Wikes. Wikes gets inside. One, two, three. Houghton now. Way too long. Little adrenaline there. And down to Macklin on the outlet pass. And Macklin drops it in for two. Air ball led to an assist. One pass, one dribble. Score for point. Bada gets it on Wikes left wing. He's covered by Kanapaki. Bada offset right, 28 out. The pace of the game's good for the Blue Jays right now. You just got to make that shot or not take that shot. Well, Houghton had a good look. Great he was just look. way too strong. Somebody had his Wheaties for breakfast. <laughs> Houghton out front, Body. Body gets it left to Wikes. Wikes decides to drive, hop, skip, jump, up, and good! Pretty play, as Marty Glickman would have yeah, said. Yeah, really good patience. We're a minute 40 in. The Jays has had this a minute 35 of that time. Jays are playing a 3-2 zone defense. And uh, Spash is a little bit 
Uh, trying to yeah, get they're organized. coming high. Coming high there was uh, Marshke. I lost the, that pass for Macklin, and he puts up the three from the left wing and hits it. You got to rotate fast on that zone, and he's yeah. got five as do. When you play a 3-2, all five guys have a responsibility on the arc. That's their second leading score. That's in the scouting report, and they were just late. Uh, Houghton's double team. And, and they're taking a they're taking a 30-second timeout. We could keep it here, Coach. Yeah, Smash just put a surprise trap on them right there, and uh, Peeper didn't like it, called timeout. And, and Houghton, you could see it coming, Coach, and Houghton made sure that he didn't dribble until he was going to try to get out of it so he didn't lose his dribble. Because once you've lost your yes. dribble in a, a double team, as Scooby would say, root row. Uh -huh. Yeah, he still had his dribble there, yeah. But there was just nowhere to go. The trap was hard. Peeper didn't like it and called timeout. Using it early at 15.53 on our Dave's County Market scoreboard, it's 5-2 Spatch. Downtown Olivero's joined with Coach D, who will be back with us before and after tomorrow night's game in Wisconsin Rapids. As a very, very good friend of mine, and I'll tell you more later, is scheduled to join us for the broadcast as well. Schmelzer gets it inbound from Houghton, comes down on the right side. Gives up his dribble. Ott, Ott's doubled. Oh, he had the right idea, but it was deflected in the post by Chardonnay's. He's got it back, spins. Driving the baseline, oh, that could have been trouble. Oh, two and down. And that was... Uh, Carter Combs. Combs puts three. it down. And that his, makes it 7-2. His father became an assistant coach at UWSP. So he transferred to Stevens Point for his senior year. Wikes for three, too strong again. That's a good look from Wikes. Uh, yep, that's two good looks, I, but. I don't know if his vision got altered with a hand or what happened there. Oh, well, we got a baseline foul. Let's see who it's on. I think that's on Wikes. First personal, first team. Inbound baseline right. Quick out, jumper, no good. Rebound comes down to body. That was that jumper from Chardonnay. Carter body dribbles right in front of us, stepped out of bounds. Just a, a careless turnover there, unforced turnover, really. Little bit of pressure from three, but if you can't handle that, it's going to be a long night. He, he knows that. He knows. Yeah, you noticed there was no change in his expression. Yeah. Even keel. Top of the key, extended. A little bit harassing there, Houghton. Into the lane, outside left jumper, no good. Rebound! Ott climbs the ladder and brings it down. 14-43, oh, knocked into the stands, through the bench. You, you Number five took that shot for them. That's a shot you want them to take against the zone, and he probably comes out because that was an ill-advised shot from him. Oh. Um, just doesn't score a lot, not a score. I think he's in there for his defense. And, 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 uh, and he's, he, he, he was sent down to the end of the bench. for <laughs> Time to get a cup of water. <laughs> Wikes gets it on the left wing. He's looking for a cutter, gets it to Houghton. Houghton's looking for the cutter. Ah, tipped away again by the player just checked in. Sweet. Underneath, basket for Chardonnay, and it's now 9-2. 
And again, those trap. are those transition baskets. Yeah, another trap caused a turnover. The Jays can't figure out where the trap's coming from and how to get out of it. There goes to Wikes from Ott. Oh, no, EJ tried to pass it, and he just almost handed it to yeah, him. Yeah, just a careless pass right there. Kicks out. Three from the wing. No good. Wrong rebound. Ooh. I thought we were going to see a foul call there on body, but official pulled it back. See, in the half court, the Jays have been fine guarding them. It's in the full And court. there's the turnover with Ott cutting the passing lane. Now, he surveys it nicely before he comes across the 10-second line. Gets yeah. it to body. Body's trying to go weeks. Oh, got it stripped away. Ball knocked away. It's going to go back to the Blue Jays. That was a clean strip, Coach. Yeah, I mean, Combs got some pressure. He's got his arm bar on there. All that stuff is legal. Just really good with his feet and hands. So, in checking in right now is Aiden Houghton. Andre goes out. Understand, this is Stevens Point team that's lost two times all year. In conference, both times. Uh, they're very, very good. And they're ranked in the state. Oh, there it goes again. The pass is tipped on the double. Pointers get it in. Laying it up and in is Chardonnay's. That makes it 11-2 to two. again. Another trap yep. to create the turnover. That early timeout for the Blue Jays. Now they really need one, and it's not there to take. Houghton. Oh, and he passed it to Body, and Body was cutting to the basket. Coach Peeper is up. Wellner is coming in. Stand by for uh, energy. Aiden go, Houghton goes out. Carson Wellner comes in. And they're putting Carson in the middle. Okay, now Body's stepping out. They're going man. They're it's still a 3-2. They just moved around. There's a long three. No good. Rebound comes down E.J. Wikes. Well, he and Wellner were right there. I know number 20 is their third leading scorer. That was from like 25 feet. Another there, turnover. There's another turnover. That's four straight, dry, uh, four straight possessions in, turning it over. In the half-court defense, the Jays have the good. Their half-court offense. There's another outside three. And Wikes comes down with it. And that was from Chardonnay. Body, it's 11-2. Blue Jays have not scored in over four minutes, Coach. Wikes drive, stop, and they're gonna get the foul. And I think that's gonna be on Sui. First personal, first team foul. And now coming back from the bench, Marshke, he served his time. He served his time. <laughs> we'll see what his play looks like now. It's called Remember Your Role. <laughs> oh, Giles tries a little shake and bake. Now, he doesn't get caught in the corner on a double. There it's down to Wikes. There it is again. EJ. Now, oh, the question is who's getting called He's for the foul? He's Eli, isn't he? Or EJ. No. No, they called got it on Stevens Point. They got caught up hacky. First personal, second team, baseline left, body to inbound it. Wellner's free throw lane right. And Body's got to get it in. He cannot afford that timeout. Ooh. When Welder hits the floor, there's a couple indentations. <laughs> yeah. You can hear it from here. He hit the floor with authority. Yeah, there's a little rubble on, on the hardwood. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Wikes for three. Yes. 
He's got five. Spash has got 11. Good look there. Nice pass from Carter. Now they come, just like you said, high, left three, in and out. Body gets the rebound. Ooh, that was almost another reach for Kanapaki. Body, he's getting harassed all the way up. Somebody's got to come to the ball, but he gets it across. Behind the back. Oh, and he's going to draw the foul. The three is a really good defender, really fun to watch, really aggressive. Combs. He did follow him there, but it took uh, yeah. 10, 12 dribbles before uh, Carter was able to draw the foul. Body inbounds baseline right, gets it out to Welder, who brings it down. Body wing right. Dribbling, passes it to Ott. Wikes, Wikes starts to drive, pulls it up. Oh, short on the jumper. Rebound comes down. Good look on the elbow there for, for uh, Wikes. 11-5, Blue Jays trailing. 11 minutes even on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Coach D, downtown Ali, bringing you the action from the field house. Oh, there's that movement for Spash driving. And they're going to call a foul before. And, and that's going to be Schmelzer, his first personal, only the team's second. So given that it's 10.51 left, that's a good point. Yeah, and that's what the zone's going to do, less opportunity for foul. There's a three-pointer on the outside. Oh, and that was Combs who hits it. He's got five. Chardonnay four, Macklin five. And it's 14-5. Blue Jays trying to get some cutting. A Tyson Ott to Wikes. Wikes, Schmelzer gets the dot. Baseline regains it. Body. And there's Ott for three. No good. Wikes goes up to contend for it. And he's going to get called for the loose ball foul. You could see that one coming, coach. Yeah, yeah. He jumped over his back, made contact on the way down. And Sam Ryman checking in. Making his first first appearance since coming back to the team. Came back a week ago. Kim and coach had a good uh, conversation. To, he had some requirements to meet in order to be back. He met those, and uh, good to see him back out there. He's playing back to the end of the zone. Oh, nice up, and oh, I went over the top. Was that Macklin or was that? number five. That was Marshke. He's now got two, and that takes it up to 16-5. One of the few inside looks that uh, Spash has been able to generate, but a uh, really good offensive set. There. Look at Ryman, spin move. Block going up, but it was a pretty move. Yeah, good move. Kind of didn't know what to do at the end. Driving the baseline, running one-hander. And that's Miller. No, check that. That's Combs. Oh. He's got six. And that takes it up to 18-5. Blue Jays trailing. And now we got an offensive foul. And I think that's on, are they going to call it on Wellner? Yes. Carson? Carson, talk to thyself. To thine own self be true. She's trying to set a screen off the ball, not a ball screen. Got called illegally. Not really quite sure about that, but. <laughs> nor was he. No, nor was Troy. <laughs> Back point. Oh, there's an NBA style three and putting it down. Combs, he's got nine. He averages 8.3 a game. 
I think that's his second three and two twos. Like, he, he's been really impressive. Three twos and, and three. There's steal. another turnover. He gets the steal. Oh, and they're going to call Body on the bump and run. Body picks up his first, team's fifth. Body and Combs are going at it a little bit. A little bit of talking going on there. And that, that, that's where when I'm an official, it's shut the mouth now. I give him one. And that's if I'm in a good mood. There he is with another three. Off the rim, no good. Yeah, they called. Yep, they got Marski on the loose ball foul. First personal, fourth team. He went over the back. The exact same set play on the inbound. This time he was short on the three. Uh, but Carter Combs has been really impressive halfway through this first half. Going out right now is Suey and coming back in, I believe, was Chardonnay. Spass got their starting five on the floor. 21-5, they lead. Oh, nice move underneath. Pretty play, Welner to Wikes. But Wikes has got all seven for the Blue Jays. There it is, left side. Oh, he has choose the three. Really good set play there to get that layup for the Jays. Wellner's shown some excellent passing ability that you don't normally see with forwards. Free throw line, no good. Knocked back by Marski right into Body's hands. Blue Jays trailing by 14, 21-7. 8.09 left on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Wikes for three, no good. And as Coach said, they've got to get back on defense instead of going after the rebounds. Again, Spash. Looking for those threes down in the post area. Up and good uh, with three guys on him. And Chandonet has. Uh, Stevens Point starting to carve up three. the zone with these. Now getting shots inside and outside. They haven't made many of their outside shots or this score would be different. But There's uh, Wikes and he's doubled. And he gets it over to Ott. Ott right wing starts to drive. Pass knocked away. And... Ott does not waste the foul, and that's another basket for Combs on the turnover. 11. Coach Peeper is about to send Houghton back in. Uh, Aiden, and he's coming in, and Tyson Ott going out. 7.20 left in the first half. 25-7, Spash. They're just carving up the defense like the turkey on Thanksgiving, Coach. Yeah, and then the, when the Jays turn it over here, um, uh, it, it's just, you know, making it too easy for, for Spash. Ryman passes it to Bade left wing to Wikes. Wikes is looking for the cutter. Ryman, oh, Ryman almost lost that one. He's covered by Marshke. Now Ryman decides to drive, and he's banged into... That, 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 that was quite the defense on Marshke's part. Second personal, fifth team foul. Yeah, just a baseline out of bounds play, no shooting. Uh, good good to see Sam be aggressive, these two trips. Yeah, there goes Wellner. He, he, he was giving up some height there. Ryman to Body. Body can't get the separation he needs. Wellner, Wellner dribbling it. Gets it to Wikes. Wikes drives, splits, tries to scoop and draws the foul. Awkward foul, hit him on the leg, right, as he went up. 
But well, Eli just found his way through some tight I was going to say, here comes the professor of the paint. Brody Lang about to check in. And uh, we'll see who he's coming in for. Is he coming in for EJ? Probably because of shooter. Wikes makes the first. Coming he's in got eight. Wellner. And Wellner goes out. And Brody Lang, the professor of the paint, is in. And when he's in, the paint is under patrol. That's all I'll say. He's under. He's got the paint under patrol. And Wikes puts up the second, misses it. And he knocks it away. He does. Oh, and let's bad. see if they're going to call it. Yeah, stays here with the Blue Jays. Nice move by the professor. He tipped it off the uh, uh, off of Blue Jays' hand, so body will be inbounding. Baseline left. Twenty-five to eight. Blue Jays are looking in. There's Ah uh, Houghton for three. Oh, now we get get the camera, get the camera, folks. He That's got a, it stuck between the backboard and the, the rim. That's now. We ball. want. Uh, okay, now they're. <laughs> look at Nobody's going up out there. There they got it. Took them four tries to get it out. No. <laughs> and the referee's walking toward us. Is just shaking his head. Now, now, no, I'm not jumping for it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good spirit when we're down by 17, coach. The Jays uh, change their zone up here to a two-three. I thought that's as confident of a looking shot as Houghton as I've seen. Uh, just didn't go. Keep yeah. shooting it like that, though, man. Yeah. I think we need to check the – oh, there's an NBA three. Nice job. Look at Houghton elevate on that. Aiden went straight up, straight down. What a rebound. There goes Connor. He's grabbing. And he gets it to go down. Good drive by Body. Made the decision Six to Six-foot jumper running in. That gets it down to – 25, 10, 15 points. Oh, that one's overthrown. Body's got it. Here he comes. And oh, Body gets it. Now, if you go up and you hit the backboard on those, is that a technical? Uh, I don't know the rule. I've seen too many not get called. Okay. I thought it was, but oh, I just don't know. Driving down the left side was Suze, and he ran directly into the professor of the paint. Brody Lang's first personal six team, and he knows that he drove because he got it. <laughs> yeah, he did get hit there, right? Uh, yeah. But baseline drive, took it right at him. Uh, Putting it down first, Suze gets his first, makes the first 26-12. But you see, that's what I mean by the patrolling yeah. the paint. You drive, he's there. And, I mean, that wasn't a dirty foul. It wasn't no. even a hard foul. He went up and... Hello. But you don't walk away knowing that yeah. he hit you. You, right? you are. You did. And, and there was and nothing dirty about it. 26-12. And the Spash have one guy in on the free throw, and that guy got the board. Oh, oh now they're going to call. Oh, no, Brody's going to get called. I think that's his second. Troy doesn't <laughs> like to call. I think it was a foul. He bumped him. Yes. But something. But now it's the seventh team foul, so Chandonet is at the line shooting one and one. And he gets the roll. He's got seven. Both St teams in the bonus the rest of the half. The Jays need to get there. Yep. And he puts down the second, and that takes it up 
He's at eight points, and that takes it up to 28-12. Lang gets out. They're doubling him. Gets it to Wikes. Wikes to Aiden Houghton, left extended. Houghton to Ryman. Ryman kicks it out. Lang gets it back. Not Turnover. a very good pass from Sam there at all. Yeah, he was looking for somebody in the corner, and they're driving. Oh, thankfully. Getting, I DJ mean. DJ takes that charge. Yeah, and, and he held his ground, and. That's the key, because if you fall backwards and you fall before the contact, they'll call it a block every time. If you stay there and take it, uh, keep your feet square, you're going to get a charge. That was nicely done. And there. that just came from the Palo Alto Earthquake Center, 4.8 <laughs> on the Richter well, that's scale. That's you got it at, Yes, huh? yep, 4.8. He took a licking and came up ticking, <laughs> and he ain't even a Timex. Lang gets it on the right wing. No, no, no. Professor, he kicks it out. Three on the left, no good. Climbing up to get the rebound was Combs. Brody maybe had a chance to lay it in, fumbled it a little bit. And Great. got the pass, Look. there it is in the lane. Knocked away by Body, stumbling a little bit was Macklin as he started to drive, so. Brody knew that he was a piece of ham between two pieces of cheese on that one, Coach, <laughs> and he had to he had to get that one out, and it was it he was did. a great pass, yeah. great look, just didn't go. And Macklin, and now they're working around right wing three again, in and out. Oh, look at the coming down, blocked cleanly by Ryman from behind. Kanapaki wanted the foul. Great, uh, great defense there. Way to not foul, right? Straight nope. up, got a block, got the ball. But Kanapaki was talking to the ref and/or himself on that one. But I remember, I believe it was he who tried for the dunk when the point was dominating down in, uh, in Stevens Point and missed the uh, you dunk. You were there. There's a, another turnover. Oh, White tried to get it from behind. Oh, oh, he got a break. Oh, I thought that was Wikes' third, and they called a travel. Carter, Carter Combs just made a bounce pass from 40 feet on the dime. And the guy fumbled it a little bit and <laughs> turnover. Like. He said, you just blew my assist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryman to the professor. Gets it to Houghton. Professor down in the corner to Ryman. Ryman top of the key. Houghton on the right. No good. Wikes goes up with him, but coming down with it is Conopaki. Gets it into the forecourt. 335 left on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Bringing it out right there is Combs. Gets it back, right wing to Suez. In the lane, Suez driving down low. Tried to put it across, no good! He's smiling, He's got, he thinks there's a lid on that basket right now. Yeah, another really good pass from Carter Combs and uh, he just missed the layup. Ryman out there, Ryman cuts left, stops. Oh, just a little bit of that awkward. Oh, nice pass, Lang. Gets a break, Bade puts it up for three. Everybody's going up for it, and it's gonna stay Blue Jay ball. There are four Stevens Point guys Houghton. around the ball. Houghton comes in. Spash has only went six guys deep in the half, but man, can they all play and they yeah. all defend. 
There's not one of them that take any time off defensively. So Ott, the professor of the paint, staying out there right now, Lang. Otherwise, it's the starters. Body, there's Wikes, gets it back. Oh, Lang wanted that three. <laughs> there's a hand in his face. Yep. Or he might have took it. Yep, he might have. Down low. Oh, look at Houghton push. It's oh, my. Lang. Lang tried to put it off the board. Really good move. Yep. Some shot fakes, pivot, just missed it. Just not quite strong enough. 2.25 left. Spash moving the ball. There's Macklin for three, too long. Coming down with it. Left wing, three, no good. And let's see if they're gonna call. Loose oh. ball foul. Yep. And, that, and, and, and I mean, he, that's his third personal. It's the seventh team from the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. Thus far, two, three for 11. four for uh, the Panthers and one for two for the Blue Jays. The professor of the paint is at the line. Need to put these in. Two dribbles, focus, shoots, in and out. Hit backboard first. 2.05 left on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Blue Jays trailing 28-12. Underneath, oh, and they're gonna call White. Boy, that was a tough one, Coach. Wikes went straight up. Yeah, I, he yeah. must have got him on the, on the arm. I'm not sure but, from my angle. But crucially, that is his third. And Wellner's gonna come back in. So, Wikes has got to go out, and he has eight of the Blue Jays' 12. There's the second. So putting both of those in with Chardonnay, he's got four for four from the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. Lang to Andre Houghton to Wellner. Back to Andre Houghton. He's dribbling. He's not letting them jump out on him. Body gets it from Houghton. They're not doubling the ball now. Body tries to spin move. It's just Tyson random on. attacks when they double. It's hard to know when it's coming. Lang. Andre Houghton. Oh, no call there. Oh, he's hurt. A three-pointer. Was that Lang for three? No, that's Tyson on, I believe. But... He's down and hard. Was that odd? No, okay. No, you might be right. I'm not sure who hit it. It might have been odd with the pass. I was the pass. There's a collision between odd number 11. He well, got it toward the lane. I saw leg over in that area, so. It was a big collision. They have no call on it, right? Like yeah, I was One way say. or the other, there's a foul. Yes. And that reminds me of the one in the last time I was questioned. When two guys went up, hit in the air, hit the floor, and no call. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is a concern over injury, Coach. Yeah. And that's, uh, you don't want no one to get injured playing this, obviously. Um, in a play like that, if you allow them to get that aggressive, more and more, it only escalates, right? Absolutely. Of course, then there's always the nuclear option 
Wellner and the professor <laughs> at the same time. They're in right they, now. Yep, they are. There it is underneath. Oh, nice play from back. Another nice play. Are they calling a loose ball foul? I think they're calling it on the shot. I'm not sure if he made it, if they would have no. called it. But they are it's starting body. to figure out the 2-3 now that they're in. And that's There's the ninth foul for the Blue Jays. And going back to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line where I've got him four for four. The number of paint oh. touches they get, like every trip, is really impressive. They get the ball inside where they want it. And this number four comes in, Cole Miller. This is the seventh person they put in in the half. Probably well, they, only because they, the guy they have enough hurt. bodies on the bench, they just don't use them. Yep. Makes the second free throw. That makes it 32-15. Body. Andre Houghton. Tyson Ott. Welder. Oh, that one was telegraphed. Nice job. Oh, Body. Smiling. He didn't go after it. I was certain if he doesn't get that one, it's point I ball. Two refs had two different calls there, and they went the way of the Panthers. Okay. And then bringing it in. They 44 seconds shot. left. Tyson Ott's trying to decide to cover him and force him. 2-3 zone still. Blue Jays trailing by 17. Gets it near side in front of us. Chandonet. Odds being a little bit of an irritant. Kotopaki. Oh, it's knocked away. Odd picks it up. Oh! That was a hard foul. Yeah, yep. Upset. And that's, and that's Marshke's third, eighth team foul. Tyson Ott knows he went to the basket. Yeah, yeah. To have Tyson Ott went up strong. Now, you see, like that's see where I could do. see no effort to play the ball, Coach. Yeah. I mean, he did jump straight up while the guy was going for a layup. Okay. It, it was body contact. Yeah, I just, Tyson Ott went down hard, and he still puts in the first free throw, first point. 32-16, Ryman comes back in. You know, is that a senior body hitting a freshman body? For sure. For sure. <laughs> I'll put this in. They're down 15 at half. They didn't shoot it really well. Yep. Down to the corner. There's a three. No good. Oh, picking it up. Putting, oh, Welner gets the foul with one second left. He wasn't going to give up the easy layup. His second personal. That's the 10th free throw, but going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. He's got five of six. Chandonet. They needed a weak side rebound there, and they didn't get it uh, on the corner three. Chandonet, oh, that one rimmed and out. Five for seven from the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line, and the only one shoot of Suey's was one for two. And he makes the second. One second left. Ah, what a shot. Oh. 
It was after the horn. Okay, but it looked good on paper. <laughs> and so that's going to be the score at the half. It is the Blue Jays 17, Spash 33. We will be back with our halftime show. After this, you're listening to Blue Jay Boys Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to the Merrill Field House. I am downtown Olive Burrows, joined by the irrepressible Coach D. Well, Coach, you look at this from a coach's perspective. 33-17 at the half. Sam Ryman rejoined the team, fulfilled his requirements, got some time out there. It's going to take a while for his game legs to come back. No matter how hard you practice, it's never the same till you hit the floor in a game. Am I right? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, you can see that as he attacks the rim. Um, he's a step slow. He's a step slow seeing defense and the help side. And, you know, he's had a couple turnovers there. Um, sure, the Jays are down 16. And, like, I don't know what respectable is. But if the goal is to win, you got to find a way to generate more offense uh, besides what E.J. Wikes does. Um, and, and how they do that, like, I don't know. This Stevens Point team looks much better than Wausau East. Wausau East did beat them. Uh, Carter Combs looks like the best player in this conference. Uh, just his leadership on the floor, his ability to distribute the ball, and then like the defense he's providing on Carter Body has been really impressive. And uh, this team's doing it with no one taller than 6'4 on the floor. Uh, it's really impressive for a D1 team to, uh, to defend the way they are. Well, let's take a look at the numbers real quickly for the Panthers. Combs with four twos and a three for 11, and two for Marshke, and uh, I've got three twos and six for eight from the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line for Shandaday. I've got Macklin with two twos and a three for seven, and one for two for that Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. Seven for 10 for the Panthers, 10 twos, two threes, 33 points. For the Blue Jays, until we hear otherwise, Brody Lang, the professor of the paint, gets credit for the three. Two baskets for Carter Bade for four. Eight for E.J. Wikes. Scored the first seven for the Blue Jays. He's one for two for the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. And Tyson Ott, two for two. So the Blue Jays did not get the trips to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. Two threes and four twos for 17 points. At this point in time, you're in the locker room and you're looking at the guys, top five team in the state, you're trailing by 16 at the half. What do you tell them? Well, how do we come back and make this a game and get back into the game? Uh, is this game gonna get down to eight or up to 20? And the first four or five minutes are gonna be critical for that. I think uh, offensively, they gotta be patient, continue to work for shots. And defensively, they gotta challenge them a little more. They're starting to carve up the zone. Spash is kind of getting what they want. I think there's been a number of open threes that they missed that the spread could be a little more. Uh, I don't know if they can guard them in man, right? I don't know. I haven't seen them try. Uh, but at this point, you're down 16 with the zones. Maybe it's time to make that move. When you also take a look at the foul situation, point as Kanapaki with three, Barsky with three, 
for the Blue Jays. Wikes with three, Wellner, Bade, and the professor, Brody Lang, two apiece. Do you put EJ back out there to start the third and risk that quick fourth, or do you have to wait? I think you do at 16. And if it gets down to 10, maybe you pull him back. But at 16, I think you do start him in the second half. So he's uh, got to get out there now in a zone with that kind of opportunity. Do you try to protect him in the zone? Oh, you could put him in certain spots to try to protect it. Um, but uh, it's all going to depend where the ball goes, right? And the ball could target him if needed be. Uh, but it's harder to do it because he's a wing man he's a wing and if you put him down on the baseline either side or in the middle you're almost inviting a challenge yes, yes. or no yes agree agree now you're inviting if I, a challenge in the if middle. i'm coaching we're not talking about injuries here i'm going at him to try to get that fourth foul good good idea or yeah good idea and if in the zone and you know where he is you can draw action to get there right uh, in man-to-man, you could hide them a little bit more by putting them on a certain player, right? Okay. Uh, but we'll see what the Jays uh, decide to do here. Aiden, or Andre Houghton is out there along with Body. Blue Jays going right to left. They have the possession arrow. Ott Wikes is out there. Fine minds, fine minds. <laughs> I guess we'll call him uh, Troy D and uh, <laughs> D Peeper. <laughs> you two guys think a lot alike. Now, the Spash is starting a different five. Number 20 is replacing uh, Noah Marcheski. Yeah, five. Marcheski's got three Suzes out there. So they didn't start a guy with three fouls for the Jays did. Well, they feel they probably can afford him. Houghton, offset left, top of the key, Ott. Wikes, right side down in the corner for Houghton. Houghton. Tries to avoid the double. Body's getting doubled. He's pushing around. Tried to avoid the hook. Drives in. Right-hander, pretty play. And that cuts it to 33-19. That was a pretty play, Coach. Very nice play there from Carter Body. Uh, they tried to trap. He dribbled out of it, went to the rim, finished mid lane with his right. Back Coming. to the two-three zone for the Jays, and they put Wikes right in the middle, middle of it. There's the three-pointer for the outside. Sue's came down. Oh, nice play defensively by Body. Wikes gets the rebound. That looked like an easy putback for Combs, and Body, I think, deflected it on its way up. Wikes to Body. Body dribbles, dribbles in. Oh, he tried to force it into Wikes, and there's Combs. Oh, look at that defense, Tyson Ott. Combs Com tried to go close to coast after he missed the last one. I think he's upset. Oh, Houghton. Look at that from Houghton. It wasn't pretty, but it almost went down. Maybe a little too ambitious there. And there goes on the other end on Conapaki. He gets his first two of the game. 35-19. Tyson Ott gets the pass into the four-court wing right. Missed layup on one end leads to a layup on the other. It's common, common in the game nowadays. There's a double team. Wikes goes down, goes across the lane, spins, keeps his foot. Oh, and now he drew the foul. Boy, I'm thankful. He 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 looked like uh, a Gumby there, keeping that foot, not getting to travel, and he did about a 270. Yeah, he really used that pivot foot. Uh, tough call. 
Like, yep. I don't think Ten liked that foul call. I thought he thought there was a travel there. But, and uh, he gets the first personal first team of the second half. There's Wikes. Jump, skip, jump, over. Oh, and they're going to call the foul. Is that away from the ball? Or? No, a foul on Wikes on the pass to the corner on number 11. Oh. Backlund. They've got they got Macklin with three up there. Yeah, one of us has made a mistake. So I don't know what happened there, but either way, it's a second team foul. Blue Jays got it back. Wikes on the right. Body moves out, starts to drive, starts to pull up. Schmelzer for three. Oh, yes. I was watching Schmelzer in warm-ups. He was hitting from that left side, That's those threes. First that basket of the night. Yep. Jay's back in at 2-3, they got down to 13. There's the three, oh, there's another three, and answering it right back is Combs. 38-22, no quit in the Blue Jays. Tyson Ott, he puts up a long three, oh, off the rib. Coming down with the rebound, oh, Wikes came very close there, picking up number four. Spash. Gets it in, kicks it out, right wing, three, no good. Cutting in, Combs gets it back. Oh, they're going to call Schmelzer on the foul. That's his second personal. Carter and Combs just wanted team. that ball more and went and got it. Uh, Spash is starting to, I mean, the offensive rebounds are, are a problem as well. Like, if they're going to miss threes, Jay's got to get boards. Combs has it. Oh, he puts up the three. Oh, Schmelzer did not take a run at him, Coach. That guy has been, oh, Carter Combs has been very impressive. I think he has like 17, but uh, just just really good leader Mikes of the ball. Gets it down to Ott. Ott, body. Body goes in for the left, puts it up. Oh, in and out. Rebound. Oh, EJ gets the steal cleanly. Hop, skip, jump. He loses it. Yeah, and loses it to who? Carter Combs took it from him. And Body's going to get called in the backcourt, and now that's his third. Schmelzer goes off, and Sam Ryman comes in. Body's out there with three. Wikes with three. 14-12 left under Dave's County Market scoreboard. And Blue Jays to, down by 19. They had it to 13. Now it's at 19. And there he is again. Underneath, Ryman. Oh, Ryman took a shot in the mouth. No call. There's a three. Macklin kicks it out. Oh, wait a minute. A three-second se <laughs> three call. Second half of the season, I've seen more of those, Coach. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I it's remember, a hard call. I remember our rock song, One, Two, Three, Red Light. They created that, so if you have a six-foot guy, you can't just put him in the paint all the time. There it goes. And now it's become Wikes. little guards are in oh, there too long. Ott could have had a turnover there. Body scoops. Oh. Yes. He's got eight now. Carter Body's had a much better night than Monday night. 41-24 in the lane. Underneath Macklin. And now we got a loose ball foul. No, I think they called it on the shot. 
he had a wide open layup that missed rim. I guess yeah. he got hit on the head. And I Ott goes over to talk to coach and the foul is called on him. And that's his first personal team's third here in the second half. At the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line, putting it down is Kanapaki. He's got three all here in the second half. Kanapaki puts up the second and he makes that as well. That makes it 43-24. 13-15 left. Tyson Ott doubled, back to Houghton. Houghton gets him up in the air on defense, gets it back to Ott. Wikes, three, missed. Body tries to go over the top and does it so genteely, no foul called. Oh, Mac, there it is, Combs, left wing. No good, and oh! Tip back in. Was that by accident by Ryan? Yeah, I think so. Closest guy to the ball, number five, gets the layup. Marshke. Uh, the announcer just said the ball was tipped in by Merrill. <laughs> well, and there's an intercepted pass. Marshke gets it to left side. Oh! Oh, they're calling the push there. Boy, I thought he had a position. He had no give. When he was hit, what was he supposed to do? Just be glued to the floor and leave his shoes? Hey, if you're gonna take a charge, that's what you gotta do. Okay, well they're giving that to Ott, his second personal. Fourth team foul, baseline left. Combs, Conapaki, Combs for three. No good, too long. Houghton comes down with it, gets it to body. 12-22 left on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. 45-24. Houghton on the left wing. Tyson on top of the key. Sam Ryman. Ryman tries to set the screen, running right past it. Was Chandonet cross court, Ryman. Ryman drives, kicks it out, oh dear. Oh. They said it was tipped. They said it was tipped. I think everyone in the gym thought it was over and back, but yep. that guy. There's Body. Over to Houghton, over to Ryman, Ryman, back to Houghton, Houghton for three, off the rim. Ott going up to challenge for the rebound. Combs comes down with it. Pulls the ball out, slows it down a little bit. 21 point lead, kicks out. Point gets it in their lane, no good on the left hander. Wikes pulls it down and there was Marshke, he just he put up the left-hander gently, but just missed. There's Wikes, he's driving. Gets it to Bade, Bade for three. Off the rim, backside. Good inside-outside basketball. Just didn't go for the Jays. But uh, Stevens Point is getting uh, multiple looks inside the paint every time down. There's the three-pointer, no good. Marshke gets outside. it out. Combs, Combs is just daring him to, to come out and cover him. There he goes, right in between, kicks it out. We'll and there's the three top of the key, in and out. Ryman tries to get the rebound, it comes to Ott. Yeah, two good looks for Spash there, missed them both. Um, you wouldn't think they were up by 21 points looking at the coach. Yeah, yeah. There's Tyson Ott, goes off the glass, no good. Oh, pretty move from Tyson there, just couldn't get it to go. 
Yeah, he's got a junior's mindset in a freshman's body. Yes, yes. Uh-oh, that one could go into the backcourt. Now, you notice there, Combs knew it was a lost cause. He yes. didn't expend the energy. Yep, and he, he also knew the ball was going to go out of bounds, right? If it's yep. going to be a live ball and a chance for the Jays to get it, he would have went. And bringing it in right now is E.J. Wikes. And let's see who's in. Ryman's out. Schmelzer's in. And uh, so it's Houghton and Houghton down low. There's Schmelzer. Looking to, for the cutter. He wisely holds it for as long as he can. Wikes gets doubled. He knows that's coming. And coach calls the timeout. He didn't have a choice on that one. Did not have a choice. It's like once Spash saw that ball go to the corner, they went right away and trapped him. Full timeout for the Blue Jays. And we'll keep it right here, Coach. Again, tomorrow night, we're with you. And this is one of those games when you're looking at, as, as Coach Pieper said, building the resume. Yeah, yeah, because they come out Sunday. River Falls, a team behind us, just won tonight, a really nice win against Rice Lake. Uh, understand, like, whatever our seat is will be for us. Like, we have a chance to get to 6-6 six and six in the conference for the second time uh, for back-to-back -back years. That hasn't happened in 10-plus years in Merrill Girls basketball. So, in other words, we're counting the progression, like we'd say at math. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going arithmetically. The time is coming geometrically. Hopefully Monday. Uh, Clairvaux's back and Ryman's back. Yep. And then uh, you're about as close to full strength as you're probably going to be as they're waiting to make a decision on the lower body three, injury on Dolman. Three games next week. Monday, uh, home against these. We got at Anigo and home against Devers. All games that, like, we beat two of them teams already. Um, and a chance to get right, to get them girls that have been injured reincorporated into what we're doing and uh, be ready for our playoff opponent, well, said, whoever it is. said about Kayla, it's going to be Kayla. This is a basketball. <laughs> Do you remember what this was before that injury that's put you out for a month? Kayla's been at virtually all of our practices, all of our games. The only time she misses is when she has physical therapy. Uh, which is a, a good reason to miss. Yeah, I think so. She's been uh, awesome. Jay's back with the ball. And they've got it. Schmelzer offset left. Houghton. Aiden gets it to Schmelzer. Back to Body. Body looks. Oh, he got the opening. Oh. Do you think that would have been continuation? Uh, I do not. I think the body uh, follows yep. on the floor. Okay. So Carter Combs is upset at himself for how he defended that. Well, he got only the team's third foul in his second. Baseline left body, 9.26 left, 45-24. Tyson Ott gets it. Blue Jays trying to make this one competitive. Tyson Ott. He's got Macklin. Macklin made sure that there was no cutting lane there. Houghton. To Schmelzer, Schmelzer to Body. Body's looking, he's got Combs on him. He's looking for that step back jumper. Schmelzer covered by Marschke. He drives, he's in trouble. And he gets it to Body before the five count. Body, oh, oh, 
there it is. I, I, I think he got an NBA uh, extra step there. Yeah, I think he did as well. And it's thrown away on he the other end. Followed his own miss, laid it back in. Smash inbound and tried to get a fast break, throw it up, threw it out of bounds. See, it looks like there's an assistant coach there. I don't know, but it's looked like good cop, bad cop. <laughs> uh -huh. The head coach was chewing and uh, just, okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you need some of that for sure, both ways. Yes. Oh, there's Tyson on for a long three. Oh, just off the back of the rim. I was waiting for that one to get stuck. <laughs> 8.14 left. Blue Jays down 45-26. Marshke covered by Wikes. Now the Jays are back in man-to-man. -man. And there's Combs. Oh, he's got to step. Oh, well, turnabout is fair play on an extra step. Yeah, it looked like he got an extra one, too. Missed a bunny. Rebound to the Jays. Get Schmel a basket here. Schmelzer gets it. Leaves it for Tyson Ott. Back to... Schmelzer wing right. He tries to dribble. Oh, nice move up, and he drew the foul. And Marshke say, what do I have to do to stay out of the way? That's Marshke's fourth, team's fourth. Ref said he came down on the shot. So going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line for the first time in the second half for the Blue Jays. Two for two for uh, the Panthers. Schmelzer puts up the first. Oh, puts it down. Schmelzer's got four in the second half, that nice three. And Marshke goes out, and coming back in is Konopaki. Schmelzer puts up the second and gets it. So the Blue Jays get it back to 17, which when you consider it was 33-17 at the half. Oh, Aiden took a run. Now the Jays put in a little trapping pressure. There's Konopaki, gets it left wing offset for Chandonet. Ryman getting ready to chub back in. Oh, that was going to be a hard one. And it wasn't, he tried to get around Ott, but I think Tyler uh, Tyson Ott is called down Smelter, I think. But he, he okay. went down hard. Ooh. He got grabbed by one and hit by the other. That caused him to go oh, down. Now they've got four on Schmelzer, and I've got three, so. I apologize if you're keeping score at home. That's first, second trip to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. There's nothing worse than screwing up the listers doing the book. Hey, you got a lot to deal with, a lot to do, man. You're going to make In my mistake. prime, I had seven stat sheets in front of me while I was broadcasting. Oh, really? Yes. You're not in your prime anymore? No. I disagree. I, 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 well, I, I disagree. appreciate the kindness, but maybe prime rib. But anyway, 47-28. <laughs> Coach D always the gentleman. Ott, left wing. White, he drives the baseline. Oh, too hard off the glass. 20 cleans it up. Yep. Oh, no, no. There's Combs. Really good look. Yep. Really good drive from White. Just couldn't get yep. it to go. Body. Tried to avoid the hand checking. Driving back. Combs. Oh, it's knocked away, but... Underneath, oh, there's the pretty play. I think that was, oh boy, Konopaki almost had the, had the screen there moving. That was a, a pretty pass. It was. Only number three seeing that. Uh, to number 10, lays it in. Yep, yep. today Ott, Wellner's in now. Tabati. 
There's Tyson Ott driving, kicks it to Wellner. Wellner thought about the three. Ryman, Wikes, Wikes, sets, gets it back to Body. I'll tell you, Cotapaki plays some tough defense, coach. Yes, they are. They are very good. All oh, Body tries to go behind the back. Combs deflects it, ending up with it to Suez, and here comes Chandonet. Gets it to Conopaki. Conopaki dribbles right off. Body cuts in. Goes in for the layup. Body has eight in the second half. 12 now quickly down. Ooh. Hard is that foul go there. Yeah. Is that going to be EJ or? Yep, EJ's drawn his fourth. He had the first seven points of the game, and he's been scoreless since. Oh, really? And that's... Uh, uh, to Spash's credit, right? Yep. But, uh, Body's tried to pick it up, and Conopaki puts it down. The Jays got to find ways to get him the, some spots to, to score the ball. Nobody's missed a free throw. Unfortunately, the Jays had two and five for the Panthers, and he puts up the second six. So Conopaki has four for four and a bucket six in the second half. 5.55 left on the Daves County Market scoreboard, 51.30. Blue Jays out there. Body for three. Oh, oh. in and out. There they are in the backcourt. Oh, dear. That's a foul. The question is, did Wellner get it or did Wikes? 33, Wellner. Okay, Wellner. Carter with third. a really good look, just one rotation Fifth. too strong, and Spash is shooting free throws. That's the seventh team foul. And there he is, back four for four from the free throw line. Conopaki makes the first. Smash seven for seven in the second half, seven for ten in the first half. Blue Jays five for six overall, reminiscent of the Rapids game. And he makes the second. That makes the score 53-30. Blue Jays gutting it out. I think the most important or impressive part of Stevens Point is they really only play six guys. And they all can defend, they all can score. There goes Ryman. And they're gonna call for the push. And Sue is I think is gonna get the foul. And I've got that as the fifth foul on them. His second. Carter Body. You can see the tiredness in him. Yeah. Carter's had a really good night. This is the Carter body the Jays need moving forward. Wellner gets it to Ryman. Oh, Ryman with a nice move. Oh, he got stripped bringing it up. Real nice strip. move, but the defensive help is there before he can get to the paint, and it goes out of bounds off Spash. Yep. Now they're getting set. Body baseline left. Inbounds it. Inbounds it. Conopaki, the ref smiles at him. So he wanted it off Wikes and uh, the ref wasn't playing with that. Nope, no sale. Wikes gets it inbounds, gets it over to Wellner. Ah, uh, Wellner, he has choose the three, he drives in. Ah, uh, and to, to his credit, he stopped before he had to eat it, but he didn't know what to do once yeah. he stopped because the guy's way bigger than him. 
Well, yeah, and there was no wing on the right side at that point well, on the baseline. What's hard for him is that no team respects his outside shot, so they don't guard him out there. So when Inbound. you drive, you just drive right into him, and there's nowhere to go. Yep. He gets an outside shot before his senior year. There's Ryman trying to work it into the post. Weichs gets it to Ott. Ott to Wellner. Oh, see, Wellner just doesn't have the confidence. There's Ryman's turnaround. No good. Oh, okay, beautiful Tyson defense. Ott. No. Whoa, Tyson Ott. Great hustle play. Yes. Yes, and he stepped out of bounds before Trying he made to save it, it. Yep. yeah. 53-30, Spash. 443 left on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Remember to stay tuned after the game for our Daves County Market post-game show. And there's Weichs with the steal. Comes in and they're going to call, I think, Suze on that one. They caught a, yeah, a body foul on him. That's his third personal. That's six-team foul. Blue Jays will inbound in front of their bench. And, of course, that Daves County Market post-game show brought to you exclusively by Daves County Market, downtown Merrill. Body gets it in the backcourt. He's got Combs all over him. Wikes for a very long three. Oh, off the rim. Putting Harder it back body. is Body. There we go. Body has 10 and a half and 14 in the game. Really good night 53-32. They're certainly keeping Spash in that low point area. There's Macklin drinking. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought they were going to call Ryman on that one. Tyson Ott, that's his third. And going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line is Macklin. Here comes the Cavalry. Wendorf, Bertman, Bush, Aiden Houghton, and... So the Jays sub out five for five, right? Yep, and coming in for the first time tonight is Bush. And we got a player of the future to watch, and that's uh, Eli Bertman. Yeah. Tall man. And putting it down. Dispatch. Mr. Automatic here, seven for seven in free throws. Yeah. So we'll see how Bertman fares in uh, a few varsity minutes here. Oh, he actually missed one. And getting the rebound. Bringing it up now is Wendorf. Bush. So now the Jays back yep. up. Lang uh, is out there. Fast starters. Yep. And now Spash is bringing him to the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be on Chandonet, uh, his second, team seventh. So Bertman is going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. Professor of the Paint's got a smile as he's talking with the ref. And now coming in, it's a whole new squad. Eli uh, Berkman is a six foot six sophomore. Oh, if there's more in his growth plate, coach. More there. <laughs> Put on some strength. Yeah, and he puts it up, and he missed it. From the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line, 351 left. Spash, you could just see these guys. They're aching for that play in time. There's driving. Kicks it out. Three-pointer left. No good. Coming down. Spash putting it in. And that is going to be Baressa. He gets a bucket. 328 left. 56-32. Wendorf left wing. Gets it to Bush. Bush. Back to Wendorf. Wendorf. 
Drives. Spins. Gets it out to Bush. Bush down to Wendorf. Wendorf starts to drive up. And getting the ball is Bertman. And he was in a very awkward position. Trying to put it up. And there's Aiden Houghton with the steal. His first bucket of the night. Yeah. That cuts it to 56-34. Really awkward shot there. Missed it. Spass got the board and then threw it right to Houghton who laid it in. Bertman's matched up there against Baressa. Oh, a little, little pick there, a little rough, but no call. Getting it on the wing left there, wing right, excuse me, is Ananias. Ananias, I apologize. Baseline, Baressa. Nice, try to break through. Oh! And Brody was just getting up. Where's the space to get up, coach? Doesn't they have to have space? <laughs> well, oh. the guy tripped over Ling. Anytime there's a trip, oh. you're going to get called. I, Even if it's incidental, oh accidental. Oh, my goodness. Nobody's out here tripping. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> nobody's tripping it, here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for the oldies music side of the house. And putting it down there is Zess. I'm going to get this right. Yes, yes Zess Tava. He gets the first. That makes it 57-34. So you get a landing zone, but you don't get a get-up zone. 58-34. <laughs> Professor of the paint. I mean, he just stood up, and the guy went over the top. If someone goes down on the floor, you can go trip on him, and they'll get a foul. <laughs> there it is to Lang. Pretty play. Oh! Bertman tries to get it back. He does. He gets it out. Aiden Houghton. Lang, oh, Lang tries to get it down low. And now they're going to call a foul in the backcourt? No. No, he stepped, stepped out of bounds. Oh, that was a pretty play, a, a reverse layup by uh, the professor. Yeah, just went off. You know, that's about the seventh ball off the glass and rim tonight. They've had a lot of, uh, a number of good looks. Bush puts up there. the three. Oh, his hits the rim. Elevating up there for Spash is Dinja. Dinja gets it back in the forecourt from Anaides. Working the ring. Oh, there's a three from the right. No good. Houghton gets it to Bush. Bush. Senior. Gets it down. Oh, Bertman, pretty play. Yeah, great inside position from Bertman Eli. gets on the scoreboard, 36. As a post player, you win with your feet. He just did that right, zero feet. Got it to him, laid it in. And there it is, left baseline. Oh, look at that, tried to move. Bertman jumped out on him. There's a three from the right side, no good. Oh, loose ball foul. Climbing up his back was Ananaitis. First personal eighth team foul and going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. Let's see who's going to be there. That'll be Aiden Houghton. With a chance to cut it to 20. Yep. And Houghton dribbles twice, looks in, misses it. Off the back rim, off the Daves County Market. 0 for 1 free throw, second half. 56 seconds left. Blue Jays moving it. Spash put it up to three. No good. And that three-pointer came. Eli down with the rebound. 
Bush to Houghton. And to Bertman, and he can't hold on to it. Goes out of bounds. Coach Peeper watching Bertman. A little bit of a smile on his face. He sees the future. For he had life. really good position. He just couldn't make the catch. And he gets out there on Barusa. 22 seconds left. Driving. Oh, they gave it to him. Too hard off the glass. Ball's all over the place. Putting it up. Oh! Oh! One hand behind the back bucket. <laughs> and he goes to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. He earned that one. The ball was all over the place. The Jays couldn't get, could get their hands on it. And Let's see who's the foul on. And he puts it down. And they got that. They did not have that foul up on the board because we don't have a 12. Bush puts up a three. Yes! There, and that's going to be the end. I don't know who the last foul was on. The final score is 61 to 39. And we will be back with our Daves County Market postgame show after this. You're listening to the Blue Jay basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Merrill Fieldhouse. I am downtown Ollie Burris with our Daves County Market postgame show. At Daves County Market, they value family, they value friendly, they value you. And uh, what value did we get out of this game, Coach D? I think... Uh the Jays defensively, I thought, uh, especially when they went man there, their effort was good, their intensity was good. Uh, a couple more rebounds, they kept them out of the paint pretty good. Uh, like, I think that's something they can build at a little bit. Uh, offensively, you know, it's been a, a struggle kind of all year for them to generate offense, um, especially when teams shut down Wikes. Um, Carter Body had a nice game tonight to try to pick up some of that slack. But then who, right? And that's uh, kind of the question that's been uh, lingering all season. Now with Sam Ryman back, he could possibly be, uh, he's going to need to be uh, part of that equation. Um, but but Wikes is going to need to score for them as well. And E.J. Wikes came into the half with eight points, and he finished with eight. Body comes in with ten in the second half. 14 overall. Tyson Ott only had two and a bucket and 0 for 1 for the free throw line for Burton, so he gets two on the night. So when we take a look, they got 22 points in the second half. When you take a look at that overall, and in the second half, Schmelzer had a three and two for two for the line, so he picked up five points as well. What did you see? in the second half for the Jays, you know, they got 22 points and it was 33 in the first half and only 28 for Smash in the second half. So they certainly didn't get run out of the gym by any stretch of the imagination. They did not and uh, Peeper said they had to get back on defense. They did that really well. Very limited transition points for Smash. Uh, they needed to not defend without following, right? The free throw line Smash won. Uh, but just the paint in general, 
that team's not taller than them across the board, a couple positions, but they got to the paint too easy, too often, and it kind of did the Jays in tonight. As we take a look, a couple guys got a little bit of time. Bert, Bertman showed flashes of what he could be. Of course, Jay, you take a look at a guy like Jaden Bush. He's out there with heart. He certainly is not an athletic backcourt player. You know, we used to call him Grinders Coach. He's just somebody out there. When he gets that look, he's not afraid to take it. When you see overall, do you see enough improvement here to uh, to warrant uh, some more playing time for him in the future? You know, Jaden Bush is a senior that's played basketball since he was little that's grinded out and maybe his body didn't grow like another another kid's body did um the guy can shoot it right the issue is who can he defend um and how can he handle the ball and handle the pressure but uh he shows up every day and for these four minutes that he gets to play like it's showtime for him it's uh uh can i get a shot up if i can how many can i get up and uh uh, it's always exciting to see uh, those kids get their opportunities because they work just as hard as the starting five, right? They show up every day for practice, and then uh, when they get their time, uh, they want to be uh, productive. Eight two-pointers, one three-pointer, and two for four from the line for the Jays. When we take a look, as you said, it was the same guys out there, but in the second half, seven for eight for the line and a bucket for Canapaki. He gets... Nine on the game, two threes for Combs. He has 17 for the game. A bucket for Marshke. He only had four on the game. And a bucket and two for two for the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. Four and 16 for Chandonet. And still seven for McAllen. A late bucket for Baressa, two points. So overall, we take a look at this game. And I, I have a feeling, I just watched the Panthers coach walk past. He was not happy. No, I mean, I mean, you, you get the win, and it was a win by 22 points, but they only outscored him by five in, uh, in the second half. So that makes me wonder if, uh, or six in the second half, and you take a look at that overall, did the Blue Jays' defense do that well, or was there just some bad shooting for uh, for the Panthers. I think uh, anytime you play on the road uh, against a team that's maybe you feel is inferior um, and you don't shoot it well, which they did not shoot it well, they made four threes in the night. Like, And when you play six guys like they do and they're six, four and under, uh, like you're going to have nights like this. Uh, when, uh, But like when you win by 22 and you defend as hard as they do, um, like, it's their style of play, it's their program, it's why they can just come win by 22 and feel like it wasn't enough or that they didn't play as well. Uh, but that's a really good team. You can see why they're the top 10 in the state. Um, they look much better than Wausau East, in my opinion, um, and I'm sure that'll be a big rematch game for them coming up. If you think overall about that scoring in the second half, they only had two from the outside, and, yeah, the side. Yeah. and so they the the, their outside shooting was nothing to write home to mom about in the second half, 
and it seemed like the Blue Jays definitely did not have any kind of a sag off uh, defensively throughout the game. And Miller, surprisingly enough, only had three points all in the second half. So when you take a look at it, they had the same five out there, like you said, six guys. When we go to the playoffs and when they go against those top-tier teams, is that limited bench experience going to hurt them as much as I think it will? It could, if, especially if they get in foul trouble. But when you do it all year and you defend as hard as they do, um, and foul trouble hasn't been a huge deal. Like they're banking on that they're not going to get caught, right? But if they run into a guy that's 6'7", a 6'8", that can beat them up inside, like how are they going to guard that and how are they going to stay out of foul trouble? And maybe some more numbers in those games would help them. And coming to join us right now, he is Carter Body along with Coach Peeper. Carter, I, I have to say one thing, sir. You had have everything go wrong, and your facial expression does not change. And you got in that second half, you dropped 10. I know that's not what's important to you, but how do you keep that demeanor in a rough game like this tonight? Um, well, honestly, I, I wasn't too good at it before. Last season, it was awful. My attitude was terrible, but this year, that's the main thing I worked on was just playing and having fun and just like... Well, you, you, you kept it close in the second half. They didn't suddenly blow the, the doors off, and you put down 10 points. Talk to us a little bit about the challenge uh, of a team that's top five in the state when you're coming in, giving away a little bit of height. They only play six or seven guys, but they, they run up and down like a freight train. Yeah, it, um, it, it's definitely hard playing them, um, but it's fun. I mean, I think we played well in the second half. This first half that kind of messed us up, I mean, we weren't really getting our open looks like we usually do, and we just we found it in the second half, though, and we played much better. Now, coming back from the D.C. Everest game, looking into next week, everybody's back, everybody's healthy. Was this game holding them where you did, a confidence builder? Um, yeah, definitely being in the locker room, it was. It's still tough after a loss, but I think everybody knows that we played well in the second half, and um, I think next week's going to be good. All right. Coach D has a question hey, for Carter, you. Carter, just talk a little bit about playing against Carter Combs. I see you guys going at it, chirping a little bit. Like, is that stuff fun? Does that raise up your game? Because tonight I thought it did. I thought it's the best I've seen you play in a while, and maybe that influenced the fire a little bit. Just give me some thoughts about playing against him. Um, yeah, it was nice because it gets the adrenaline going, and, I mean, I kind of just kept playing. I mean, I was tired, but I didn't notice it, and, I mean, it kind of kept me going when he kept talking, and it just, I think oh, it made me play better. Just, not, not trash, just, just a little yeah, friendly, just, yeah, I know funny. something you don't know yeah. type of thing. Overall, it seemed like even when you were moving guys in and out, the professor of the paint, Carson Wellner, the other guys, it seemed like the zone defense worked for a while, but there were a few times that you got trapped in their trap, and it seems like their wingspan, I mean, they might as well have had arms that were 747s out there as you tried to throw that ball over them. Talk about what happens when you get there. And it wasn't always in the corner, and they double-team you and how you work your way out of that. Um, well, in the second half, they were doing it off a of ball screen, so we kind of just didn't do that. And when they did double, we could find one open man, and if he had a shot, we'd just kick it to somebody else. Well, and if he didn't have a shot, we'd kick it to somebody else, and we got an open shot. So 
we struggled at first with it, but I think towards the end of the game we got used to it and it helped us a little bit. All right. Carter Body, thanks for joining us for our Dave's County Market Post Game Show. And Coach Peeper. Well, it, it, it was a relatively calm night. Carson Wellner didn't clap his hands. <laughs> said, said, said with the most uh, smile I could come up with. Uh, it was nice to see a player for the future, Eli Bertman, get out there, get some, get some minutes in, and uh, put put the ball down in the hole. Yeah, he. I mean, a couple games now. He's had he's had some decent amount of minutes down the stretch in games, and uh, I think it's important for his development. Um, Sometimes big guys, if you're not facing big guys on JV, you can get kind of comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I think getting banged around by people bigger than you and older than you is a good thing. He's going to be – we need we need him to take on a much, much, much bigger role next year. So so it's it's good when he can get varsity minutes and, and just kind of cut his teeth a little bit. Uh, as I said to Coach D on air, Tyson Ott, a junior's game in a freshman's body. He's really shown some development this year, gotten those crucial minutes. At times, I think, put about three or four inches on him in 20, 25 pounds, and he becomes a much more powerful player, true or false. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's, he's come quite a ways. Um, he's not afraid. He never was. I mean, day one when we were in Shawano, he didn't look like a freshman, and now he just continues to gain more, more confidence, and, and he's still learning, though, what an open shot is at the varsity level. It's you're not going to get wide open looks. And I thought again tonight, that's probably two nights, two or three nights in a row now that he's probably passed up four or five shots that I would I would want him to take. And and we talk about it and I and we show him. It's just a matter of him him trusting it. And like you said about Carson Wellner, because he had three or four times on that right wing, and they just sagged off him, just daring him to take it. Yeah, and yeah, Tyson. Tyson needs to just be a little bit more aggressive and trusting his abilities. And when he does it, it's, it, it shows. I mean, he, he, he shoots well. Um, and he's, he's kind of one of those. And I think it's because he's a freshman. Um, when he sees one go in, he's a bit streaky like that. And then, then they roll. And then, then he gets a little bit more confident and, and understands the open shots more often. But, but if he misses his first or second shot, sometimes he can get a little hesitant. But he's, I mean, he's not afraid. And, and, he, he's come a long ways, and it's, it's going to be fun to see him develop over the years. Before we come back to broadcast you on the 16th, I learned from our last visit, I have my schedule in my hand, so I know where I am and when I am. Uh, what do you got next week before the Everest game on the 16th here at home? Uh, Tuesday we have – we're not home against Everest. We're at Everest. Okay. <laughs> there it goes again. Oh, but, that's, uh, that's purple, not blue. Right. Tuesday, Tuesday um, <laughs> we're home against Rapids. Uh, okay. We it's our it's our cancer night. Um, it's probably gonna be a pretty packed place. Uh, we're honoring or benefiting um, Todd Josiger. He's a proud Merrill alum. Loves all Merrill athletics, and um, so we're benefiting his, him and his family. It's gonna be quite the night. Uh, hopefully, we raise a lot of money. We're kind of combining a lot of stuff, so we're gonna be sure to have a lot of people. It's gonna be our staff appreciation night, and it's also gonna be. Um, our travel team night where they get introduced at halftime. So, so it'll be cool for those kids to get introduced in front of a big, huge crowd to see what that's like. And, and for us, it's going to be a playoff atmosphere because Rapids is a team that we can, we can and need to beat. I mean, next week, next week we have two games that are 
are very winnable. And the last game against Everest, you just kind of kicked that one to the curb because that wasn't really what we were or I don't think so much what they are even. So we have two games left to, to improve our resume to kind of lock in an eight seed and two very important games. And then the week after that, uh, you've got, uh, if it schedule's right, Chippewa Falls on the road in Marshfield here at home. Yep. So, two tough games. Well, we appreciate you coming to join us, uh, Coach. Yeah, and Coach we, D doesn't have one for me tonight. Oh, he. Oh, excuse me. Oh, wait a minute. Read the script. Oh, go ahead, Coach D. <laughs> I I don't know that I do. You kind of answered them. I think the cancer night's super cool. I was going to ask about that. Um, I don't know Todd all that good. I just know of him, and obviously he drove our bus a couple times. Um, and then. Just speak to the importance of that Rapids game, knowing your conference record, knowing what's ahead of you on your home floor on that night. Like seniors, the time is winding now down, right? The time is now. You know, it's a pretty important game for you uh, with all that's going on. Yeah, it is. And, and sometimes when you have a night like that, you get caught up in that, and then you, you don't play as well as you, as you need to. And I think that happened last year on Hall of Fame night when – it was a great crowd, great atmosphere, and we just didn't play well against East. So so we need to be focused. The nice thing is we get back to, I guess, normalcy. You know, we're going to give the guys off tomorrow because it's been a hell of a last two weeks. And then we get two days to prepare, Sunday, Monday for Tuesday, and then we get Wednesday, Thursday to prepare for Friday. So it's back to normal that way, which is, is, is kind of nice, and hopefully that gets us back in a normal routine and, and legs are right and all that. But, yeah, it is it is a big game. Um, we haven't won a conference game yet this year. Um it's big for the seniors, uh, and it's just big for us to host a playoff game because right now it's it, we know we know the conference is is extremely tough this year. Um, there's no there's not a single gimme, and we know the computer system doesn't care about that. They just care about wins and the opponents' wins and wins of those opponents or whatever. So so we don't get the benefit of a handful of wins that others that are in our bracket get just because of the way their conference lays out. So Tuesday's a big one. Um, if we can go 2-0 next week, I think I think we're pretty safe in, in an eight seed. The nice thing this year is normally, normally our conference beats up each other so bad that even though we know that if certain teams would come and play in our conference, they would get pounded, but we beat up on each other. Their strength of schedule doesn't look that great. Our strength of schedule doesn't look that great because – a DC Everest team might be 14 and 12 because they're playing Eau Claire Memorial and they're playing. So it looks like an average loss or an average win. If we would win this year, there's some teams in our conference that have legit chances to possibly go to state and they're two top 10 teams in the state and East. If you look at Zaleski's rankings, they're in the top 10 in the state. So there's, there's I think the conference is as tough as it's been in, in, in some years. And um, again, we our second time around against everybody so far has shown that our improvement. I mean, we lost by 41 last time we played them, and granted, we lost by 20 some tonight. But we they scored 71 with ease last time, and and up until I went five for five, they didn't pull their five. They were still trying. They were still trying to score, and we did a much better job tonight. We just turned it over too early, too often, and let them go on that first big run. And that really was we were within about five the rest of the game back and forth. So. Um, I'm excited where we're at. You, you like to be more excited when you can finish stuff off with wins. So next week will be big. If we can get a win Tuesday and Friday, for sure Tuesday, um, and just kind of get that feeling of like, okay, here we go, you know. And we're tested. We're well tested. Um, 
Uh, when we went down to Menorah Grove, those are two very good teams. So, so we're 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 battle tested. We're playoff ready. It's just a matter of making sure the guys understand how difficult our schedule is, and if we have to go to Menominee, it doesn't matter. We we're ready. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I think I think it's going to be Menominee, whether they're here. I've already collected about eight game films on them. So there's nobody else I really need to I mean everybody else that it could be we've played and have plenty of film on so so the one team that I think we'll end up playing I started gathering ready to get ready so we'll be ready Tuesday we'll be ready Friday and we'll be ready for the playoffs and I'm going to ask you one last question and I'll understand that you be able to enter and answer excuse me in general terms Sam Ryman back tonight you had a discussion with him he came back met all the requirements uh, how's he going to contribute as we finish up the year? Um, I mean, I think it's going to take a little bit. I think he'll be ready to go. I think we'll see the real benefits of him come probably playoff time. He'll show spurts here and there. Um, even though it was only two weeks, it's you take two weeks off of basketball. Even if you play on the side, you're it's it's especially this time of the year. It's you're you're we changed a lot. Like there's a lot of catching up to do. Plus getting his legs back. Plus getting all of that energy back to controlled energy he but the nice thing tonight is he even noticed a couple times that he was going too fast too out of control and and he he gets it um i love the kid i'm excited he 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 made the right choice to correct a wrong choice and um the locker room welcomes him back i welcome him back and and i'm excited to see what the end of the year holds for him well as always coach troy peeper Thanks for joining us. Thanks for reminding me where I'm supposed to be and when I'm supposed to be there. Always, I always got you, Ali. <laughs> Until we get to visit again, thanks so much, Coach. Sounds good. Go Jays. And that's going to do it for us, except Coach D, because his contract says he always gets the last word. Coach, the last word is yours. I think, Troy, uh, what they're doing Tuesday with the cancer night to honor Todd is super cool and special. If you got nothing going on in Merrill, even if you do, cancel those plans and come down to the Jays Fieldhouse and see a good basketball game uh, to benefit a great man and a great always done for Merrill. Um, it, it's the least we could do for him. And uh, I won't be able to be here. We'll be in Anago. Super excited. And that game for them. Uh, is really important to get them a conference win. I think with this group deserves it. Those seniors need it. And uh, a win like that could, could really change uh, a lot of things for them as they prepare and look to Menominee to their playoff opponent. Um, and it'd be really nice for, that, for them uh, to go out that way on that night to honor Todd. Well, we will be covering EMU there uh, that night and so unfortunately we won't be here but tomorrow night we will be with you and I do know where I'm going because you will tell me that we're in Wisconsin Rapids you'll join us for pregame around uh, 645 and tip off at 715 and until then coach thanks for joining us thank you for having me we'll see you then go Blue Jays and that's going to do it for us again the final score was 60 139 until tomorrow night from Wisconsin Rapids. Thanks to all the people who helped me remember where I'm supposed to be and when I'm supposed to be there. Until then, thanks for joining us. You've been listening to Merrill Blue Jays Boys Basketball on WJMT. Tonight's game has been brought to you by 
Dave's County Market, Culver's of Merrill, The Pizza Shop, Park City Credit Union, West Side Market, One Way Collision Center, Subway of Merrill, Lincoln Windows, Church Mutual Insurance, Napa of Merrill, Chips Hamburgers, Ron Piffle Optometrist, Pine Ridge Convenience Store and Arby's of Merrill, Merrill House of Music and Home Entertainment, Bergner Contract Carriers, Nicolay Bank, the Merrill Ice Draggers, Wendorf Bus Service, and the Merrill Boys Basketball Booster Club. Listen all season as we bring you Merrill Boys Basketball on your voice for Merrill Blue Jay Varsity Sports. WJMT.